Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. You accept a qualified immunity alternative that would hold police departments accountable if it means getting the George Floyd uh, police reform bill through Congress, even if it's not 100% of what you initially wanted. You know, right now we need to end qualified immunity, period. You know, that's my stance. Uh, we So, so you are not willing to a, compromise on that? So we compromise on so much, you know, we compromise, we die. We compromise, we die. We compromise, we die. You know, I'm, I didn't come to Congress to compromise on what keeps us, what could keep us alive because it holds police officers specifically accountable because the thing is this, if you don't hurt people, if you don't kill people, if you, if you are just and fair in your work, then does qualified, do you need the qualified immunity anyway? You know, so I, so the thing is, I, this all of this safety net, the safety net shouldn't be there. But let me say this, where are the, all of these special protections for, for nurses and, and for other people in other positions that do very dangerous work that's just trying to help people? So no, I will not compromise on that. We need to end qualified immunity. And the reason why we, there is this, this, um, this open lane for compromise is because they see that people will do it. I, I didn't come, St. Louis did not send me here, St. Louis being number one for, for police murder in the country per capita and have been that way for years. The people did not send me here to save their lives by falling down on the one thing that we needed the most. No. Absolutely. I'm with her. That's Representative Cori Bush from St. Louis. She's absolutely right. I don't disagree with anything she said. She said, we even had a doctor who called in. Good morning, everybody. A doctor who called in and said, "Look, I, I <coughs> you, you, and she said it. You, nurses, doctors, lawyers, ar architects. I mean, you know, if somebody builds a a building and it cr crumbles, you know, due to a, a lack of, of of planning or or whatever, you know, based on whatever, it, it, they could lose their license." They're not going to build anything. Couldn't They wouldn't be able to build a, a Lego set. <laughs> uh, 1-866-801-8255. And she's right. Now, what are you going to do about it? Here we go. You know, oh, well, he, he, boy, he hasn't, I haven't heard that in a week. What are you going to do about it? I, I'm going to tell you, I firmly believe. I don't care what these senators say and do behind closed doors as they try to come up with a compromise. If if you go if you communicate with these senators, and I mean it's gonna take it's gonna take thousands of you, millions maybe, but I'm telling you, we start with this audience. You let them know what you, that you agree with Congresswoman Cori Bush. You got to talk like she talked. I'm not willing, I'm not compromising. When we compromise, we die. Do you hear me, Tim Scott? Republican who wants to compromise? Do you hear me, Cory Booker? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Anybody else? Karen Bass, do you hear me? 
I'm in your state right now here in California. Do you hear me? When we compromise, we die when it comes to this qualified immunity issue. Let me go to the phones. Anita, Florida. We just talked with someone from Florida. Great call. Thank you for holding on, Anita. Good morning, Mr. Madison. How are you? I listen to you all the time. I want to first say I agree with qualified immunity. My husband and I have said it for years. That law that law mirrors the Casual Killing Act of 1669, where a slave master could beat their slaves as long as he was correcting them, or they, if they were resisting, they could get away. The, the uh, qualified immunity is pretty much the same thing, and it's ridiculous, and we need to get away from it, and we need to do something completely different in breaking down the system. But that law mirrors the Casual Killing Act of 1669. You know, good, uh, that's a great analogy. That's a that's exactly uh, that, that. Thank you. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, I hadn't thought about that aspect of it. Thank you. Let me take. Uh, let's see. Uh, Aaron from Ohio. Go ahead, Aaron. Yes. Um, good morning to to you all. Um, I, I just I just want to say that we are caught. It seems in a in another uh, translation trap, and it seems like they are trying to dispel the racism of this country just because reparations are being investigated or being close to being investigated. And the way to uh, 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 not uh, come to a, a conclusion of, of giving reparations is to actually <laughs> dispel the fact that America is racist. Hmm. On both sides. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's especially be- because, and, and really because, just like you said, we have to hold their feet to the fire because we can't completely trust any party. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. has really put a, put, a, put a damper on our rising. Mm-hmm. Every- yeah. Carolyn from Texas. Hi. I, um, I'm a professor, and America is racist as long as they continue to separate black professors from white professors, dismiss us at the drop of a hat, just like they do in in the corporate sector. You have the same education and and, and abilities as your counterparts, but when it's time to let people go, coronavirus layoffs and all that, the, the black ones are the first ones to go. Mm-hmm. The moment they fix that section right there, it'll translate across the board. Now, is something happening in your situation <clears throat> uh, to underscore what you're sharing with us? I have worked uh, probably 15 years outside of the military in, in the corporate sector, and I have been the token in my technology area, been a token everywhere I've worked. And the first opportunity that in the corporate sector that they get, 
they they shine lights on whether you have enough education. And when you get the education, then it's like, oh, well, you can do the job without the education. And but you know, well, we can find something else and somebody else to do that role. But we need to train people to do that role. Then in the in the academic sector, they wine and dine and bring you in, and the first opportunity that some racist student approach you with some crap, you're just you're, you're black again. You're no longer the scholar. And it positions you for failure. And mm-hmm. it's no matter what you do, it just translates into the immunity that they have with how they handle black educated people. So to point out Biden talking about we're behind the curve, there are yeah, so behind many the eight ball, behind the eight ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many yeah, black people yeah. out here, and, and and but we're not treated the same. We're not recognized. As long as they feel like they can use you for their quota control and make you the token, mm-hmm. they do that. Thanks and for your call. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. That's been my experience. So, Lauren, I was looking for this story. Uh, oh, here it is. Is this it? About uh, in, in this 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 crap about racism. Now listen to this. Before I get listen to this. For those of you who are journalists, hello, come on, listen up, listen, y'all. See, this is why you've got the Black Journalists Association. Y'all ready? See, this is why I keep telling everybody. Y'all can sit here and play nice if you want to. And I'm not playing nice with Joe Biden. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to play nice with Kamala Harris either. I'm not going to do it. I, you know, I, I, I'm not elected. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak truth to power. And, and, if the, and if their staffs are listening, I'm going to tell you something. You need to go in there this morning and tell them you guys got a problem. And you need to walk back or explain yourselves, Joe Biden. Listen to this story. Journalists who are women and people of color tend to earn, are you ready, lower salaries than their male and white counterparts in more than a dozen newsrooms run by the largest newspaper chain in the United States, according to a new pay study conducted by the employees. A group of reporters employed by Gannett, by employed by Gannett, undertook the analysis of salaries of 14 newsrooms operated by the news giant. They found that the median median salary of a woman was 83% that of a man or $9,800 less, while the median salary of a journalist of color, wow, was 90% 
that of a white journalist or $5,200 less. The authors noted that those disparities may be partly explained by the fact that women and people of color likely screw younger in the newsrooms, but they found gender and racial pay gaps persisted once they controlled for age and tenure. The demographic data also showed that staffers at all but one of the 14 newsrooms in the study were wider than the communities they covered. So much for Biden and all this Jim Crow stuff. Let me keep going. The, the anonymous pay data for nearly 450 employees was obtained from the company by the journalist union, the News Guild, the CWA, which represents workers at 41 Gannett properties. Wow. In an email, Gannett's spokesperson called the study a misleading document based on a small subset of Gannett's more than 250 newsrooms. She said the company strongly disagrees with its methodology, methodology and its findings. In particular, she said the study did not account for employees' roles and responsibilities that could explain lower or higher wages. The Consumer Protection Reporter a, uh, said at the Arizona Republic and one of the six journalists who penned the report told HuffPost that they wanted to analyze more newsrooms but had only incomplete data. She invited Gannett to release anonymous pay data from all its newsrooms for a complete picture. Employees at the Arizona Republic and several other papers in the study are in the process of negotiating their first collective bargaining agreements with the company, and the analysis will certainly come up in contract talks. We feel like one of the most immediate places where Gannett can make things right is at the bargaining table. And then the study included newsrooms for the Indianapolis Star, the Florida Times Union, the Memphis Commercial Appeal, and the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Employees in non-journalism roles were not part of the analysis. So what they're saying is basically, well, if you disagree, then release your pay information, and we'll see how it compares to those that we analyzed. Earl from Pennsylvania, go ahead. Thank you for holding you on with Madison here on Sirius XM Urban View. Well, good morning, and thank you for taking my call. Um, just one or two points I would like to make out, make uh, based on what Joe Biden and uh, Kamala said. Uh, it, it's a shame that uh, Scott from South Carolina doesn't know what racism is. He's probably one of the type of guys that when he was in school, he got along with everybody. He was a good old boy. And when he saw something that was unusual done by a black person right away, they were no good or something was wrong with him. 
And he doesn't realize that he's just being used, just like most blacks, just like Clarence Thomas. And it's unfortunate that we are hurting ourselves, but we should not give in to this movement because these people are serious about holding on to power. My wife and I were taking a drive in our convertible just over the weekend, and one of the Trump supporters yelled out, you effing asshole, you no good, da-da-da, isn't it? That's just unheard of. But in my neighborhood, people are serious about this movement. They don't want to give up power. And I'm telling everybody, be on the lookout because mm-hmm. these people will do anything to hold on mm-hmm. to power. And yeah, that's what's you, going you on. Got it. Well, and they, well, they, January 6th, they proved that, didn't they? Uh, they, they certainly did. If that would have been us, Joe, we would have oh. been blasted. Oh. We would have been bombed, helicopters, uh, uh, grenades, everything would have been used. And it's just unfortunate that I'm really disappointed in Carmela because she knows better. She knows better. She was Thank a you. DA out in California. She had experience with this, with the police and everything. There's no Thank way you. in hell I would have got up there and said that. I don't care what my boss said or who might no no you know i i yeah you're right that's what pissed me off and then joe biden doubles down with this yes uh with this crap black black folks put him put his ass in the the office and wait a minute then he then he says well you know it's really the 400 years and 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 that's what really put us behind look brother then you explain to me i'm sorry why they changed the law in georgia and then, and yeah. wait a minute, <clears throat> and now in 45 other states, it, thank you, thank you. I mean, it, it's, oh, p- people, that's why I'm back. <laughs> Tyrone from New York. I mean, I, I'll explain for people just tuning in uh, after I talk to Tyrone. Uh, we, we've got a, a special setup here in California. But Tyrone, go ahead. Good morning, Mr. Madison. I mean, really good morning to you. you <laughs> Thank you. At the, at the crack of dawn. And good gracious. Uh, I think it's semantics. I think that what what happened is um, Tim Scott knew leaving out that important word, all, could, could give him an out on. I never said all of America's not racist. I just said America's not racist. Right. So when Joe, when Joe Biden says, when he says, if he just said, no, America is racist. You know they'd have beat them to oh, death. Oh, they the white. They, well, well, but but he did. <clears throat> Wait a minute. He did because uh-huh. he said he talked about systemic racism in, in his speech. I mean, he what what the hell does he think systemic means? And and, and then you know it's like it it's, it. Of course, he knows what it means. What what's so crazy? It's like they talk as if it's it's some non. You know, like it's a a. It, it, people are the reason. You, you, what am I trying to 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 say here? It's it's animate. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's the, the yeah. Re, like yeah. the guy the guy who the guy who, who who just called. I'm driving with my wife in a car, and a bunch of these mm-hmm. and somebody yells uh, some da 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 at me. Uh, the guy who the off the uh, restaurant manager. He enslaved. It. He has to. The, he has to pay over a half a million dollars to his workers because he enslaved them. And people. And then people. I have to explain to them what that means. It means he didn't pay them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he worked yeah. them and didn't pay them. You know. Yeah, it, I, it's. 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 Um. I, I, uh, I just see them playing with words. It's like me saying white people are racist, and you'll say, "Well, not all white people," and I'll say, "Well, I didn't say that." 
I didn't say that all white people are racist. I just said, well, he playing with words, and when he said, but see, but, but see, example. words matter. Words matter, and Absolutely. Lord knows, Absolutely. Lord knows, if 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 I don't get it a hundred percent right, a hundred percent of the time, yes. then I get all these trolls, all these you know nasty emails. And, and, you know, I have to check myself. Every, I have to check every syllable. I've got, you know, I, I mean, i got people. I'm sitting up here drinking uh, green tea, hot tea. I've got people email. Hey, 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 listen to me, Tyrone. People email me, tell me stop drinking on the air. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's what I say, too. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, uh, but, but, yeah. but thank, you know, but thank you, man. It, it, it's. It's politics. You know what? It's politics. It's this is how po- this is politicians, man. Now, again, let me, as I promised, let me explain to people. You know, we were off last week, and and again, I thank. Let me repeat. I can't thank the staff, uh, Sam and Sherry and Daryl and and Mackenzie helped with with putting together a week's worth. I mean. Not only did they come up with some of the, what do we call them, Daryl? The uh, Madison Classics. Madison Classics, and then, um, uh, and then that that special they did on the, uh, you know, the one hundred days of uh, of uh, uh, first one hundred days of the Biden administration, and all the people from the Biden administration who came forward and and uh you know participated so i hope you guys appreciated the work that went in went into it uh so i thank you uh for all of that and everybody that was involved well what happened uh, uh, <clears throat> we um we we used our vacation to uh uh escort our two youngest our two youngest granddaughters out here to to hook up with their mother who's been out in um uh Camarillo Camarilla is that it Camarilla it's all yeah uh, California uh just north of Los Angeles she's she is uh was offered a position out here had to come out here in January like January 4th and and get everything set up uh, start a new job, left her, you know, left her two children behind with their father, who, by the way, is driving out here after spending all those months taking care of those girls and, and like a champ. And uh, we we finally, you know, got them through the last semester of their school. And so we flew, we used our vacation to fly them up out here. So we've been spending uh the whole week this week just helping her with them and getting them established one of the young um girls uh, the seven-year-old is going to start school today this morning uh so that that was our vacation <laughs> that was our vacation but you know we're not not no complaints just commenting got to do what you got to do um and especially for family um so but but we we we're going to be here maybe for a week or two more and we decided we'll do the show from here live which means that we are now up at one o'clock well you know i'm up you know somewhere between one and two o'clock in the morning ready to go live at 3 a.m west coast time 
which gives me a new appreciation for people who get up early to listen to our show out here uh, on the West Coast. Man. So if I sound rather subdued or, you know, um, (laughs) a little disjointed, uh, understand that uh, uh, we're up 1, 2 a.m. to make sure that we provide you with a show that's live. And um, wake up, I was going to say, we, we probably, I thought we'd wake up their bulldog, Miss Yuffie. Good luck with that. She's over here snoring. Um, so <laughs> didn't bother her. Uh, so that's, that's, and we'll be doing our show live from, uh, from uh, uh, our daughter's kitchen, to be honest with you. Um, that's, that's the way it's going to be for <clears throat> maybe in next week or so. So just bear with us, okay? <clears throat> Let me get to the phones. Um, Richard, I, I'll take a break right after Richard from Delaware. Go ahead, Richard. Are you there, Richard? Richard once, Richard twice. Okay, then we'll go to the break. Thank you, Daryl. Let's do that. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app. 